0: Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to preview the Carolina Panthers heading down to Miami. Face the Ooh. Miami Dolphins. The iconic Miami Dolphins. Not so iconic this year. Uh, they're not
1: having a great season, but uh,
0: coming on a little strong lately.
1: Yeah, three in a win- three out of their four wins in the past three games, I mean, yeah, and Baltimore is one of them. So they yeah. they're on a little bit of a hot streak right now.
0: They they beat the mighty Patriots in Week One, then they promptly lost seven in a row. Yeah, and uh, they've beat uh, the Jets and Houston uh, with ba- uh, Baltimore in the middle. So, you know, not the not exactly a murderer's row of wins here for them, but they are no. on a streak, and the Panthers are they're not. So playing well. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> playing well. The good news is at least it's away because the Panthers stink away yeah. or at we, home. Yeah,
0: winning. we don't seem to be able to win at home. Um so, you know, uh, things are looking up for the Panthers, I guess, in that regard we're, we're not here. So, <laughs> you know, heading down to South Beach. Um but yeah, we're going to get into uh, into our predictions on the game and uh, you know, matchups, all the normal things, but before that, we've got a little bit of news to talk about.
1: Alright, outside linebacker Hassan Reddick leads all outside linebacker in Pro Bowl voting. Good job, guys. And Pro Bowl voting is still available, so you can go vote as many times as you want for as many Panthers as you want. And I've done it multiple times, so I can't. What
0: what Panthers do you think, like, give me your three Panthers you think should definitely make the Pro Bowl. If there are three.
1: Hassan Reddick. Obviously Reddick. DJ Moore. Okay. The last spot you could maybe say Brian Burns, Dante Jackson was making a good case up until last mm-hmm. week. Um, other than that, there's not Shaq Thompson. There we go. I mean, mm. if he was, if he didn't miss those games, I think he would be right there yeah. and leading think, the team in votes. I think Reddit's
0: Reddit is the only one that makes it.
1: It wouldn't surprise me.
0: I mean, DJ Moore has got so much competition at mm-hmm. that position. The guys that have uh, that are having better seasons, um,
1: and his and his numbers are probably going to go down with the more focus on the run game. I yeah,
0: know. I mean, we've already seen it. You know, the last yeah. several weeks they've been down. Uh, I know one person who's not going to make it is Robbie Anderson. Um, yeah. All right, <laughs> next uh, little bit of news here: uh, former Panthers great Steve Smith is a semi-finalist for the Hall of Fame. I think there's 26 players right now that are semi-finalists. They're going to cut it down to 15 in a couple of weeks, and then um, they'll vote, I guess, around the Super Bowl is when they vote. Mm-hmm.
1: I think at the the Super Bowl, they announce it? I don't know. I'm not that... Yeah, it's yeah, it's
0: sometime around the Super Bowl all of that happens. Um, so, yeah, Steve Smith is a, a finalist, and Jerry and I talked about Steve Smith's you know potential for the Hall of fame I don't know I guess that was a couple months ago now where we I don't about remember <laughs> yeah we talked about we 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 talked about it quite a bit um I don't think that video made it to YouTube so we might have to go back in the archives and look for that one but uh both Jerry and I of course think Steve Smith is a Hall of famer um, our main discussion is whether he gets in on the first ballot or not so I uh, go back and check out that podcast it's it's somewhere back there but um yeah so that uh that's exciting uh sam mills also in that uh yeah on that list
1: uh he has a good chance there is a, quite a bit of other receivers that's the problem with the receiver mm-hmm. position is there's just a backlog of players out there andre johnson yeah. reggie wayne like it's just Tory Hines Holt. ward yeah
0: yeah yeah uh bolden so uh, yeah i, I was kind of texting you earlier and i for me, I think that Reggie Wayne is probably the only one that I could see getting the nod over Steve Smith. Just their numbers are so similar, and Wayne's got the Super Bowl. So that I thought I mean, Andre
1: Johnson had a lot of numbers.
0: His numbers don't compare to Steve. He's got numbers, but Reggie Wayne's is basically like almost the same. Like they're just so close. Andre Johnson could have played a little longer too, I think.
1: Uh, it doesn't look like he could have played longer. Cause he, he trailed off hard in his yeah. last few seasons. Uh, one, two, three. Um, I love I mean, when websites pull up and then all of a sudden start bouncing around on you. I hate yeah. that.
0: So Andre Johnson's got, he's 11th all time in receiving yards. Steve Smith's eight. Reggie Wayne is 10th. Um, so I mean, they're, they're you know they're kind of close, but I think Steve Smith, obviously, that of the people that are semifinalists, has the most receiving yards of anybody in that group. I'm mm-hmm. um, actually kind of surprised that Anquan Bolden is not up there. Know, he's 14th. All well, time,
1: Andre so. Johnson had seven thousand yard receiving seasons mm-hmm. in his 12 year career, so I mean that's pretty impressive.
0: That's pretty impressive. Yeah. that's pretty impressive (laughs) um yeah and and, uh so we'll see i mean it's it's gonna be fun to watch Uh, obviously we're rooting for steve smith uh 81 total touchdowns for steve smith that's 30th all time and i think uh the other guys are yeah reggie wayne's got 82 so i mean basically like i said reggie wayne if you look at reggie wayne and and steve smith's stats they're so similar and then wayne's got the super bowl so i think that might give him a little edge
1: yeah, but he also had Pete Manning, which he did. Steve Steve Smith had Jake DeLome. I, I I'm sorry, Jake, you're it's not a bit in of a the difference. It's a yeah. bit. You know, he's in the
0: he's in the Hall of Honor, the Ring of Honor, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know that that's going to sway the. But you know, one of the good things this is something we talked about on our podcast was Steve Smith now being in the media, being beloved mm-hmm. by the media, um, still you know out in front every Sunday and, you know, during the week on NFL Network. That's going to do nothing but help him.
1: Yeah, it really you know? will.
0: So I think that could be uh, that could be definitely a point in his favor. All right, uh, let's get into the injury reports here. Uh, a little bit of injury news. Uh, J.C. Horn was at practice on Wednesday. Did not practice. He was in a red jersey, just kind of sitting on the sidelines watching. But he was there,
1: and that is progress. And very much so. It is yeah. very... I was not expecting him to actually get back at uh, practicing even, but very good news. I'm glad he's out there. I'm mm-hmm. Hopefully he can return this season and kind of pick up where he left off because it, he was really good at the beginning of the season when he was playing. Oh, yeah.
0: He was great. I mean, uh, Matt Rule basically said that no timetable. Not sure not, if yeah. he's going to be able to get back uh, this season or not. But, you know, if it's me and... The Panthers are, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know if I want him to come back or not. I, I kind of don't because that Honest, foot injury, like, we've, we saw what happened to Greg Olson, like, trying to come back and then injuring it again, and, and it just kind of never, he never really got better.
1: Yeah, you know? I would err on the side of caution, but I would listen to the doctors. I mean, the medical staff has to give you the truth, and if it's a, eh, he, he probably could go be like, nope, he's not going yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, and JC Horn quite a bit younger than Greg Olson. Obviously, completely different situations. Yeah. I don't know what the you know foot injuries uh, in terms of their differences or similarities. I have no idea, but it does scare me when I hear broken foot. You know, I just want JC Horn especially at that position. He's going to need all the movement, you know, uh, fluidity that he can get. So I would say uh, we've got enough corners to get us through the rest of the season. High quality corners.
1: You know, yeah, and you also don't want to put him out there and kind of have him start messing up or getting burnt and kind of having it get uh, in his head either. If right. if he is still injured, that's a big thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, and we'll see how the rest of the season goes. If Gilmore gets hurt or Dante gets hurt or something and you know we're in a playoff push, then obviously that thought changes. But as of right now, I'd say extreme, extreme caution with him. All right, Panthers' uh, injury report is pretty small here. Only three guys on it. Dennis Daly, uh, full practice. By the way, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, I don't think that the Panthers are practicing Thursday. If they are, that, it, it would be, a I would imagine, a walkthrough. A quick walkthrough, walk yeah. Quick. Um, so this is the injury report as of Wednesday. Dennis Daly, full practice. Miles Hartsfield did not practice. John Miller, limited practice. I think John Miller is going to play, obviously. Um so good to see Dennis Daly with a full practice. I know he got a little banged up last week. So, yeah. We need all the offensive line depth we can get. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll talk about it in our matchups later on. But, I mean, yeah. Brady Christensen graded out great last week at left tackle when he subbed in. So, I'll be interested how they decide to go that route forward.
0: Yeah. How many snaps was he out there, though?
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: think he was out there a ton. We can we can look that up. Um, you look yeah, that look. up while, while I talk about Miami. All right, so Miami's injuries, um, uh, quite a bit of a longer list here. Did not practice. Elijah Campbell, Adam Shaheen. That's their tight end. Uh, limited practices. Javion Holland. Or sorry, Javon Holland. Xavier uh, Howard, Brandon Jones, Byron Jones, uh, London Roberts, and Christian Wilk. Wilkins, so both their starting corners um just vet vet rest for them so they're fine uh, but they're listed listed on the injury report but just as rest uh and then uh, full practice you got jerome baker robert jones eric rowe and preston williams so uh nobody of major consequence on the injury report with an actual injury for the dolphins so they're coming in fairly healthy um did you find that snap count? Yeah,
1: he played 80% of the offensive snaps. Oh, okay. So he got in there so, quite a bit earlier than I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, Dennis Daly went down in the first quarter, I thought. Okay. But okay. I didn't know if they were subbing him in and out. Again, 500 yeah. section. I'm not, and I did not rewatch this game. I was <laughs> way too angry at it. Yeah,
0: I don't but. blame you there. Okay, so that, that's, that's legitimate then. Um, yeah. Yeah, everybody's really on the brady christensen bandwagon after one
1: good game so we'll see if he can keep it up i think it's just more hopeful bandwagon than maybe a real bandwagon it's like hey did we maybe get a a left tackle please well, help jerry us. you're
0: <laughs> you're thinking that way yes like i've seen some others oh i always thought, I told you that that brady christensen was the answer at left tackle they just needed to play him blah 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 okay well we they played him earlier in the season and he was not good
1: no not he good was at really all. bad
0: so let's so, not get too crazy here. Uh, obviously, we hope Brady Christensen is the answer at left tackle. That would be amazing and really would kind of change our season. So I do hope that that is the case.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely change our off season too. So For sure,
0: yep. It would, it mean, would definitely change the focus. Because right now the focus should 100% be on finding a left tackle.
1: Finding a left tackle, yeah, yeah. finding a future quarterback, you know, yeah. going on that route.
0: All right, uh, Panthers are two-point favorites in this game. Now, that that's changed quite a bit because at the very beginning of the week, I think the Dolphins were favored by a point. And then wow. it is it's kind of it's, it went to like one point, the Panthers, and one and a half, and now it's at two. Uh, over-under set at 42. I saw 41 and a half a few places, basically the same thing. Um, so, again, I mean, Panthers uh, have only gone over like 38 yeah. points or something four times. This season, in terms of the <laughs> over under for both teams. So, yeah, maybe choose the under because the Dolphins don't score a lot of points either, Jerry.
1: No, and they have a good defense. So, same. I, I just. Uh, they have an okay defense.
0: I, I don't think their defense is very good. We'll talk about it. But,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, their strength is their defense, it's not an offensive powerhouse. But, same here. So.
0: <laughs> there
1: you go. And, like you said, every week we are going under. So yeah, if yeah. you're gonna bet on this game, the under might be the way to go.
0: Uh. Might be, you know. Then you'll then I'll, you know we have a 34 point outburst like we did a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. So who knows? All right, let's get into uh, to some of these matchups, Jerry.
1: All right, so the Miami Dolphins average 18.3 points per game and give up a, a whopping 24 and a half points per game. I mean, yeah. yeah, you were right. They give up a lot, a lot more than I expected. To be honest with you uh now carolina we all know they struggle only average 20 and a half points per game and have given up 20 points per game so they're (laughs) right on that edge but it's just so weird the way this team is sometimes they're really good and sometimes they're they're really bad now going into oh sorry sorry. just
0: real quick so again uh, this is again on paper carolina scores more points gives up less points you know, if you look at the rosters, mm-hmm. talent-wise, the Panthers have way more talent. Way higher-end talent, I should say, mm-hmm. than the Dolphins. Uh, I like them at almost every position over the Dolphins. I, I also like the Panthers last week. <laughs> Again, <laughs> almost every position over Washington. Uh, there's been several games this year, you know, that the Panthers, uh, the Giants, I mean... So,
1: but it's again. But a lot of those games, they he was, Matt Rule was outcoached. So, yeah. well, was, that's one uh, thing last... that
0: the, you know the Dolphins have a very respected head coach.
1: Brian Flores is a good yeah. coach. Yeah, so, very respected, like you said. Now, my key matchup, my number one matchup, is the Panthers' rush defense versus the Dolphins' run game. Panthers' rush defense gives up 114 yards per game, while the Dolphins only run 77 yards per game. But in the Panthers' losses, they're giving up more than 160 yards per game. So whenever teams are able to run on this, the Panthers' defense, they lose. So luckily, the Dolphins don't have a good running back stable, and they really don't try to run the ball that much. I mean, they only run the ball, uh, what is it, 35% of the time. So... <laughs> Which that is kind of means...
0: surprising given their, you know, Tua at quarterback, not like the best quarterback in the league. Mm-mm. Hasn't been super impressive since he's come into the league, but they don't, they, I mean, they don't have very good running backs either, like you said. So,
1: no, I was actually shocked because when we we're facing Miami, I start looking up. I was like, I don't even know who their running back is. And that's, yeah. I usually know too deep on almost every team. And I was like, I don't know who. gaskin really is then i started looking but yeah not very good running backs down there
0: no um you know this is so this is a matchup the panthers should win Mm -hmm. um even though our rush defense especially lately has just not been good and like you said in losses i mean it phil snow matt rule this is (laughs) pretty easy this is where you need to focus for mm-hmm. on defense right now because when we give up when we lose we're giving up a ton of rushing yards.
1: Yeah. And it's the, the big corners, guys up front getting pushed around, which yeah. is surprising.
0: And and honestly it's the linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like Jermaine Carter has been terrible in the run game. He is yeah. not good in the run game. Um you know uh just as a quick aside Denzel Perryman is leading Pro Bowl voter in the AFC, you know, a guy that is really actually pretty good against the run at that linebacker position. So would have been nice to have kept him. I know a lot of people are saying was unvaccinated and it was a problem. Guess what? There's several Panthers that are unvaccinated. So would have been nice to have had him, but um, we don't. So uh, yeah, the Panthers run defense is, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, good when they win, bad when they lose. So stop the run, win.
1: Yeah, you said Jermaine Carter's bad against the run. On um, PFF, he is ranked, th- or has a 35.6 rating. That's out of 100, everyone. Yes, that is out of 100. <laughs> that is the lowest grade <clears throat> on Panthers defense. Yeah. Rushing, or run defense. Yeah. And he's a linebacker. That's where he's supposed to be really good at.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't even look at PFF, but I just, from watching the games, I can... Yeah, it just he's bad Mm -hmm. he's just not good at it uh and you know we like jermaine carter a lot i yeah we have been on the jermaine carter bandwagon since last year uh but this is something he needs to get better at and he needs to get better at it fast
1: otherwise i mean this offseason i mean they're gonna have to find another linebacker somewhere because they you can't give up run plays like this
0: yeah and and they traded Perryman because of how good they thought Jermaine Carter was. I mean, you gave up on Perryman, who is a Pro Bowl caliber player when healthy. You know, that's mm-hmm. always the caveat with him is when healthy um, for Jermaine Carter. So Jermaine Carter, he's got to figure something out. He's got to get in that film room. He's got to maybe work with, you know, hire Luke keekley as your personal coach to kind of help you yeah. figure some stuff out I mean, Shaq,
1: out Shaq's yeah. out there lighting guys up, so.
0: Yeah. Well, Jerry, uh, that was your number one uh, matchup, and I agree that I think that probably is the number one matchup, just given how bad the Panthers are when they lose. Uh, I think my number one matchup is going to be the Panthers O-line against the Dolphins uh, blitz package. Because the Dolphins blitz a lot, and Hmm. they bring a lot of guys, which leaves, and this kind of dovetails into another matchup, but it leaves a lot of their corners one-on-one. And a lot of their corners are also very aggressive. This is a very aggressive defense. Mm -hmm. Um, The Panthers' O line has been better as of late. I mean, I think we've given up two sacks over the last four games or something. Um, So pretty, you know, that's at least a big improvement. Yeah, a lot of that is game plan. You know what the Panthers have been doing, but they're going to have opportunities to throw the ball in man coverage and one on one coverage and our. You know, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, they're deadly in those situations. So I think the Panthers are really going to have an opportunity here if they want to take it to rack up some passing yards against this really aggressive defense.
1: Uh, they're very aggressive, but they have very good corners out there too. I don't. I Xavier Howard's. I mean, the good... corner.
0: Yeah, he's he's good. He's not been as good this year. He's he's a you know one of the better corners in the league for sure. He's not been mm-hmm. as good this year. Um, and like I said, they're aggressive. So he, you know, he's gonna make plays. It's kind of like Trayvon Diggs. Like he's they He's going after the ball. He's probably gonna make interceptions, but he's also gonna give up some big plays here and there. I so mean, I, I think the Panthers have the opportunity to finally do some big plays and have some some exciting offense this week. The opportunity I, is there. That's all I'm
1: saying. I, I get what you're saying, but they're pat there are only getting about two sacks per game it's not like they they're getting to the quarterback that often they've had No, i'm not saying sacks.
0: that yeah I, but the, i'm just saying that they are aggressive i mean they are giving up uh 274 passing yards per game which is fourth worst in the league
1: yeah yeah
0: they're the, ba- they're bad
1: they, they're, they're, they're bad
0: against the pass
1: so is washington they were worse but we still didn't want to pass. I think Washington is
0: slightly better, but uh, yeah, Washington's like well, one tick ahead of them. Well, but they were thirtieth because yeah, last week. <laughs> last <but>. week.
1: <laughs> no, they were they were thirtieth last week. So yeah.
0: No, I agree. I I know I, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, the, they were probably uh, worse than the Dolphins last week until they played us, and all yeah. of a sudden now they're better. But uh, I but would it, like
1: to see them try deep on a one-on-one against you know. D.J. Moore against Xavier Howard, or you know, just try it or split Cap McCaffrey out, go one on one, see if the linebacker goes ban on him, yeah. you know? Because again, like you said, <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey's probably our second best receiver on this team, legitimately.
0: You yeah, I mean, you could make an argument for best uh, as well, uh, just with how good his hands are and everything. I mean, yeah. it's you know, he's right there with D.J. Moore in terms of. Uh, you know, big playability and explosiveness and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I just think that. The, but the the offensive line is going to need to hold up in this game. Uh, you know, we say that every week, but they're going to have opportunities this week against the Dolphins. And and also like, you know, we can even get into our last matchup here: the Panthers' run game. McCaffrey needs more than ten touches uh, in the yeah. in the run game. McCaffrey needs. You know, McCaffrey, Chuba, whoever, they need more than 10 runs.
1: Yes, and we need to get get Chuba in on that, too. That's a big thing. I know he has fumbled a couple times, but that's... you got to work with him, but he's he's a danger in there. You put him in there, you get Christian rest. Amir, I love you. Add him in, throw him in there for some downs. I like his pass-catching ability. Mm -hmm. You can go put... Cam back there, put a mirror in Christian McCaffrey and then split Christian out, or Chuba in Christian and then split Christian out. You still have a read option there, and you have Christian on the outside too, where he may be matched up to a linebacker and you can audible quickly to a quick hitch or, you know, a go for him.
0: Yeah, or run the triple option. Like, there, you got a yep. lot of opportunities now with these three guys, but Chuba didn't get a single carry, didn't get a single touch Mm-mm. last week. Um, you still have that snap count up. I'd be curious to see what his snap counts actually were for last uh, week
1: if
0: he w- was in the game more than like five yes. times.
1: Yes. Uh, he was in the game. He was in game one time. Okay. <laughs> one time. He was a, He was on special teams 11 times, but I'm talking offensive snap. One, yeah. one snap.
0: One snap. Wow. Uh, need more than that. Yeah, Not, that was strange, um, especially after the, all the talk. And again, this this uh, coaching staff loves to talk about things that, that they don't actually do. You mm-hmm. know, they love to talk about ah, oh, we, we got the three headed monster at running back, and uh, no, no, you didn't do that last week. And that was a close game. We should have been running a lot more than we were.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: But I like the idea of you know you run play McCaffrey for a series, play McCaffrey for two series, whatever. Then play Chuba and let Amir be the third down back, or have Chuba and Amir in there together, yeah. and just sit McCaffrey for that series. You know, I mean, between Chuba and Amir, you've got the skill set of McCaffrey, not necessarily at the high end, yeah. but Amir is you're going to be your pass catcher, and Chuba can be your runner. Um, this Dolphins team can be run on their pass, Their run defense is better than their pass defense, but it's still not elite. No, You know, it's not an elite run defense. So the Panthers should be able to move the ball on this defense. I mean, that bottom line, they should be able to move the ball.
1: Yeah, and Cam has been shown that he can do well and move the ball with this offense. As much Mm -hmm. as the offensive line has struggled when he's been in there since since Sam Darnold has gone out, this offensive line has gotten a lot better. Just point blank, they play harder Mm -hmm. for P.J. Walker and Cam Newton. And that's a good thing.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you know, this is now week two and a half of Cam in this Mm -hmm. offense. They should be able to open it up a little bit more. He should have a little more firm grasp on the playbook. Uh, So I would be surprised if we didn't see some different things than we saw last week.
1: I really hope so. And there were some good things last week. Cam played well. Cam Cam played great. I mean, honestly, granted, they only got 21 points, but, you know, you could see where building blocks are there. You just need mm-hmm. to continue to add on it because it was only, what, 9, 10 days with the team. Right. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, like we said last week, considering everything Cam played out of his mind, like, it, you could not have asked for more from Cam yeah. last week. And honestly, I expected less. Uh, nothing against Cam, just anybody yeah. in that position, I would have, I would did not expect to see what we saw. So, um, again, really happy with the, the the Cam move, and I expect to see this week. I think there's going to be a lot more um, variety on the offense. Yeah.
1: Now, on our defense, though, the Dolphins love to pass. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for them, we're very good against the pass, unless Dante Jackson is just lost out there like he was <laughs> last week. Mm-hmm. sorry Dante you had a great season but I don't know what was going on with you last week
0: that was uh, rough last week yeah
1: Dolphins uh averaged 233 yards per game Panthers defense still number one even after last week 175 yards per game and honestly Jalen Waddles having a really good season yeah. uh 600 y- yards and then after that it goes to the running back as their number two yeah I because mean, or sorry tight end Gazetsky yeah, and gaskin G- i got those yeah got those two mixed up <laughs> that i always and, get
0: confused with those guys uh, in <laughs> fantasy i'm like no, which which one is the tight end and which one is the running back the tight end's
1: good the tight end yeah. really good actually <laughs> I, <you> go. I, <laughs> but i forgot yeah. for a second uh yeah and then Devonte parker just a solid number two that's mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Devontae Parker. We we talked about him last off season as a guy that the potentially the Panthers could look at, uh, or mm-hmm. maybe it was the off season before. But um, you know he was available and he, a guy both of us liked, and I think he's uh, again kind of being underutilized there a little bit. I like his skill set, uh, but Waddle is the rookie. Um, you know the other it was LS No, he's uh, Al- Alabama receiver yeah 68 receptions already 622 yards only averaging 9.1 per reception so they're getting him involved in a lot of underneath stuff um does not break a lot of big plays. his long is only 36 this year uh and i think he's most of the time in the teens as far as his long catches so he's like a possession first down receiver for them yeah so, the uh, you know, Panthers, don't play back on him because he's going to yeah. eat you up.
1: He's going to eat you up. Their deep threat <laughs> is Gazetsky. Or yeah Gazetsky. He Gizitsky. has 11 20-yard-plus 11, uh, receptions this year. I mean, that's who yeah. you got to watch out for up that seam. That's going to be Jeremy Chin or Justin Burris has got to keep that on them.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, and then they've got a few guys that... Um, that can't you know Albert Wilson has a 64 yard touchdown. Uh, Mike Mac Collins has a 65 yard touchdown. So you know they've got some guys that can go deep, um, but they don't. I mean they throw a lot of underneath stuff. You know they don't have anybody mm-hmm. that's averaging more than about 14 yards a reception that has a decent amount of receptions. So they're um, they're not a, a throw it deep team. They are an eat and, you up team.
1: And that's what's kind of scary is this Panthers defense loves to get after the quarterback, but Mm -hmm. last week they just sat back and let Heineke kind of pick them apart, which was very weird that they did that instead of jamming the receivers at the line, getting after the quarterback, trying to rush the passes. So I hope we go back to the more blitzing, the more Mm -hmm. scheming to get the ball out of their hand fast, but also rattle them, hurry those throws instead of, yeah, you could throw it fast out of the, you know, give your receiver's Cushion.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're going to need to jam these receivers off the line. They're going to have to interrupt these routes because they get the ball off. Fa- I mean, like that's one thing that the, that the dolphins are doing just like the Panthers are doing mm-hmm. to protect the quarterback as they're getting the ball out quick. It's short routes. It's, you know, quick developing stuff. So Tua's is not going to be sitting back there a lot. You know, he's not yeah. going to be sitting back there for more than two or three seconds. So if you're going to get him, you got to get him fast. Um, so, I mean, you know, like you said, this is the, it's unfortunately the type of team that tends to move yeah. the ball against the Panthers.
1: The good thing is they have probably a worse tackle tandem than the Carolina Panthers do. They have been giving up sacks. Let's not and get ahead they're... of ourselves here, Jerry. No, no, no. <laughs> they kidding. are bad. They are really bad. <laughs> so, hopefully, Hassan Reddick and. Uh, Brian Burns can feast. I was trying to find the sacks that they've given up, but it's it's an insane amount that they're giving up. A pressure like like forty. Well, so 50 Jacoby Brissett's
0: been sacked eighteen times, and Tua has been sacked eight times. So Tua, who is going to start this game, definitely doesn't sit back there like Jacoby does. Um, Jacoby Brissett eighteen sacks in eight games. Tua eight sacks in seven games. So it's it's a big difference.
1: Yeah, he Tua gets it out a lot quicker than yep. Brissett. Yep. But their tackles aren't good. Hopefully, we could sick Burns and Hassan Reddick in there and some blitz packages and just pin their ears back and yep. forget.
0: It's a different know. team with Tua. I mean, honestly, it really is. Like, uh you know, Jacoby Brissett's just not a very good quarterback. Um, you know the numbers are a pretty stark difference when you look at the two. So, um, but Tua is injury prone. So you get to Tua and you, you know, knock him down a couple times, then you, we might be seeing Brissett at some point. Or, in this
1: or game. you could just rattle him. I mean, yeah, with those injury concerns, if you hit him constantly, mm-hmm. he may just get shell shocked. And I mean, look at Sam Darnold when he started getting hit; he just he crumbled.
0: Yeah. I mean, he crumbled. Turned into turned into the Jets' Sam Darnold. Yeah. All right. Any, uh, any other thoughts here before we get into some of our predictions and
1: stuff? The Panthers' offense needs to convert on third down better than they have been. They're at, sitting at 35% on third down. That's just unacceptable. And part of the problem is it's always third and long. They need yep. to make sure they stay ahead of the chains on these.
0: Agreed. It doesn't seem like this offense, it doesn't matter who's at quarterback, mm-hmm. is able to complete anything that's third and six or longer. You know, uh, Third and one, third and two seems to be okay. But anything where you have to throw the ball more than five or six yards down the field doesn't seem to work for the Panthers. They just don't no. have the guy. They just don't have that. you know, you got McCaffrey now, but defenses are keying on him in that situation.
1: They just don't have the scheme. They don't yeah. scheme well. I'll yeah. watch other teams where you could see a 15 yard route and he's wide open. No one around him. Every 15 yard route I see us yes catch, it's usually contested immensely. Yeah, it's, and, it's,
0: yeah. I mean, we've talked about Joe Brady a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do hope that there is a change in the offseason. But, you know, Jerry, you and I were, you know, going back and forth a little bit on mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, I guess, what the Panthers should do offensively in this game. Yeah. You know, I personally think that they are going to have a lot of opportunities of throwing the ball. I think you think they should probably focus on the run.
1: I do, because last, well, I need to say they seem to want to preface it the run, because last week we went against Washington, who has a bad pass defense and we just dipped and dunked and ran the ball Mm -hmm. so i'm saying go all in on the run go all in take your shots i am not saying don't take Mm those shots that keeps the defense honest but the beer bit of the week is going to be cam newton over under 190 passing yards
0: i'm going under yeah i'll go over he had 189 in his very first start last week uh i think that, like, like we kind of talked about, the playbook's going to be opened up a little more. Uh, I do think this is going to be a close game.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, do, too. A
0: really close game. Um, I think these teams are very similar in terms of just what they can do. Uh, they do it different ways, but they're not going to score a ton of points, and they're not going to give up a ton of points. But I do think the, that the Panthers have the opportunity here to pass the ball a bit, and I, I don't know. I think that uh, Cam's a new toy for this offense. They're going to want to take him out for a spin and see what he can do so i do think that the, he'll go over 190 maybe not by a lot uh and i hope honestly i hope it's not by a lot because the more the panthers yeah. are passing in the skin the worse it probably is for the panthers so but i will take the over in that um all right so let's get into our bold predictions jerry and i'll let you go first
1: oh and it, it just slipped my mind oh here it is all right so I think we're going to get to the quarterback quite often. I'm saying six sacks this game. Not Holy for crap. one player, but altogether six sacks. Wow. That would be
0: a lot, considering yeah. that that. two has only been sacked eight times all season. So that would be pretty impressive. That's a bold prediction, Larry. That yeah. is a bold prediction. Uh, I will say that the Panthers will finally have a 100-yard receiver. In this game, uh, it's been a long time since the Panthers have had anybody yeah. get a 100-yard receiving game. Uh, so I'm going to go DJ, and I'll say that he's got 130 or more. So that's going to go along with my cam over 190. Uh, all right, and game predictions. So I, I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. I think this may be a very close game. Uh, I would go on the under in this game as well. So, I think the Panthers win a very close one here. 22 17, uh, Panthers victory.
1: I am very close to you. I am going 21 18. I want to pick the Panthers, but every time I do, they lose. So, I'm going to pick the Dolphins and hope that I am just bad at picking. And, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that the Panthers win.
0: The old reverse jinx. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Good, good job. You're taking one for the team. I appreciate it. <laughs> Pretty
1: that. much. All right, uh, go ahead. uh, I was going to say, now, looking around the NFC South real quick. Mm -hmm. Now, we are recording this on Wednesday, but by the time it gets released, the Bills and Saints will play on Thursday night football for Thanksgiving. So, hopefully the Bills will win that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Falcons and Jaguars play in the NFC South. And then we have the Riveting game, that one. (laughs) (laughs) It was literally just like, (laughs) oh, Falcons, Jaguars, moving on. (laughs) You either. You have don't to want to be spend a...
0: five minutes on Falcons Jaguars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think the Falcons and Jaguars fans really want to spend five minutes I on agree. that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buccaneers and Colts, and I think that game will be That's very going to be interesting. An interesting game,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bucks, uh, you know, not indestructible this Mm-mm. season. Uh, they've they've had a kind of a rough go of it as of late. So, uh, interesting to see that. And it honestly gives the Panthers fans should give us some hope because we faced them twice in the last four games of the season, and or last three games of the season.
1: Yeah. And I think they're going to at least need to split to have a chance at the playoffs, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah,
0: let's talk about that real quick. So the Panthers are 5-6. and six, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seven games left. Six games left for the Panthers. Right? Yeah, I've... Um, Atlanta, Miami, or so Miami-Atlanta... Um. So, let's see, Bucks, Saints, twice or Bucks Buffalo twice, Bills. Saints, and Buffalo. Okay, so say the Panthers, even at nine wins, sneak in. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to win four of the next six games.
1: Yeah, you have to. I I hate saying this, but you have to beat Miami here. You mm-hmm. have to beat New Orleans and Atlanta. And I think you need to split with the Bucks. I mean, you could beat Buffalo. Buffalo's yeah. Buffalo's been a
0: little Jekyll and Hyde this year.
1: Yeah, I mean Jaguars beat them. So I mean, there's always a chance. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, that's the way I see the route going.
0: Yeah, I think you. you, I think this is a must-win game.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I do too. This is a
0: must-win game. We thought last week was a must-win game. They lost it. This is definitely a must-win game. Next week is a must win game. Or you know, mm-hmm. week after next, after the bye. Um you know, and then you're right in there. So win these next two and then then you only have to go two and two in your last
1: I four. Mean, the good news is the bottom of the NFC is struggling too. That yep. you know, the Panthers aren't losing that much ground by these losses because other teams around them are losing as well.
0: Exactly. And we still have a game against the Saints who are ahead of mm-hmm. us in the standings. So, you know, Panthers still control their own destiny, very much so. Uh, but it's gotta start this week.
1: Uh, yeah. There's no there's no question about it. If you're gonna make the run, you gotta do it now. You gotta start yep. piecing everything together now. All right, Jerry, I think that'll do it. All right, we wanna thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show please like and subscribe on YouTube.
0: We'll be back on Sunday afternoon to discuss the Panthers' hopeful victory against Miami. Um, But if they lose, we'll still be back. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.